1789. How does the bastard orphan? Okay, anyway. <laughs> Welcome. So hey, everybody. How's it going? Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Disney Plus Deep Cuts, which yeah. is associated with Bonus. Disney Channel Surfers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus. Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I miss it. Bonus episode. Yeah. Um, I'm Jacob. And I'm Casey. And we are related. It's true. And if you tuned in last week, we covered the first act of the amazing new Disney Plus feature, Hamilton, the staged musical. Um, and uh, yeah, we covered act one. So good. This is act two because we just had too much to say. It's, yeah, it's two. Yeah. Too dense. Too dense. Yeah. Um, so uh, one thing, uh, oh, a little bit of old business that needs to be covered. We totally skipped over. Oops. So there's this song that's not featured in the album that I always forget about. Um, they tend to not always give you the full, when they're Broadway musicals, they don't give you the full show. Understandable. They want you to go watch it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, 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 that's all, folks. The stage musicals. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, they don't always show the song. Out, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was a song in regards to uh, our good friend Lawrence, mm. um, unfortunately dies. And this was after the war ended. Um, and he was really pushing for that all black um, battalion of soldiers. So it's really a heartbreaking scene. And of course, it, Hamilton's reaction is just, I have oh, so much work to do. Fuck little bastard that's how i feel about it yeah he's a little <laughs> bastard um orphan yeah. son of a whore <laughs> i think he's just throwing his grief into his work of course but of course it seems cold you know mm -hmm. and it is so sad he's the youngest one and he has like such a beautiful dream mm -hmm. i know Ugh. tomorrow there'll be more of us that was really well done the way he said that it made me cry so hard i was like this is super sad um, so he passes away, unfortunately. But enough of that. So, act two. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we are brought into act two. So, this was really cool how they did th I was hoping they'd do something like this. They give you a minute, which they should have given you longer, but whatever. It's not long enough to do anything. Um, <laughs> and especially considering that in real life, the stage places tend to give you like 20 minutes. Um, yeah. Before you have to be back in your seats. Uh, but it's still cool. They give you that intermission feel. Um, and then you're back in your seats, and we are treated to Aaron Burr once again on the scene, owning it. And oh, he, yeah. Uh, He's comes in. It. He introduces us to a character who I can't believe he just didn't take over the first act, even though he wasn't around for it. But this guy is so big. He comes in with all the swag in the world. The moment you've been all, you've all been waiting for, Thomas Jefferson. That's right. <laughs> he coming home, folks. Oh my God, David Diggs, is that right? David, that's right, Diggs. Yep, he's so good. Holy shit, this guy is so charismatic. If you listen to our last episode, you know that. Yeah, we we have lots of love for David. How can you not? Plus, he's just distant enough for us to not really have to see all of his flaws like we do with Hamilton and Burr. <laughs> and so you get to truly enjoy his character, yeah. and not feel bad about it, right? You right. know, true. Yeah, <laughs> I always think about that. Yeah. He's, because I think they did that strategically because we know enough about Jefferson True. that 
yeah <laughs> true it's like yeah he had to make him bearable and he did he made it he made it he made it fun he made it like it's like For this guy's sure. ridiculous this guy's ridiculous um and david comes in with his hair is unhinged now i love that he let it out um because oh also this is our first dual role we got lafayette he played in the first act but david is now um thomas jefferson Mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson's been spending time in France, you know, hasn't been really too aware of what's going on in America. And then all he knew is that, hey, we won, right? So it's all good. Yeah, everything's fine. And at this point, too, we see Burr has switched political parties, right? Has that happened yet? Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's coming up. But okay. yeah, that is. Yeah, that I is a big deal because yeah. it, it, it unifies him with Jefferson. Right. That's and right. And pins yeah. them against Hamilton a little right. bit. Yeah, that come. Yeah, that's that's <clears throat> Sorry. coming. Um, Sorry. Oh no, it's all jumping good, the gun because it's still it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jefferson comes on the scene. Him and uh, Madison, who is basically inept as they come, mm-hmm. um, very sickly. I guess this was historically accurate thing. Um, again, like ironic double casting here because it's the guy who played Hercules Mulligan, who was very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and so John Adams, or sorry. Uh, James Madison. Yes, James Madison is uh, is uh, count is always partnered up with Jefferson, but Jefferson is the charisma. <laughs> For sure, it is interesting to see his character difference. You know, Hercules's character difference because he was like kind of boisterous and like a loud mouth before, and here he's really sits in the shadows a little bit. Yeah, and the most stuffy of them all. I gotta say great actor yeah good actor. great actor to be able to do that <laughs> yeah true to be able because i don't think the jefferson uh david diggs could I don't be think in the background him, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> even if he mistake. was you'd be yeah. distracted yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, you can't see what I'm doing, but yeah. <laughs> um, but David, that hair, I just want that hair. It's so oh, wild it's so and crazy. beautiful, and especially out- when I he want gets his dancing. Outfit. Yeah, of course. And I we talked about outfit. the outfit in the last one, but it's so describe brilliant. it again. What is it? It's- He's wearing like button tr- uh, button trousers that are velvet, uh, which is a really weird thing. But I it wouldn't have that. No, it's definitely no. not a thing. I mean, it it isn't even a thing now, and velvet is kind of in right now. It's right. dresses or shirts. You don't see velvet trousers. I want them now, though, you guys. I fucking want them. It's expensive um, pant wear. <laughs> it's too expensive. That's the thing. Velvet <laughs> is, like, very, very expensive because velvet is burned silk. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> um, huh. Fuck. <laughs> fucked up. So it's very expensive right. <laughs> because silk is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, back to it. Uh, the outfit is just fantastic, though, and he's wearing, like, a suede jacket. Normally, the two would be reversed. Velvet is definitely seen as an outerwear or a top yeah. thing. Right. And suede would definitely have been a normal pant wear for a male in the 1700s. A very, you know, like somebody that has a lot of money. So he clearly had this outfit custom made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and well, it's all, brilliant. I mean, to be fair, all of these costumes are custom made. In real life, and that's, yes. Holy <laughs> fuck, those man and you know that shit's on lockdown ain't nobody walking out with those True. costumes uh-uh and you like, gotta oh god again the costume people are fantastic they deserve credit they don't get enough credit ever ever that's what i'm saying yeah yep 
Um, Beautiful. What did I miss? So that's that song. And uh, Thomas Jefferson is introduced to Alexander Hamilton. I love, oh, it's beautiful <laughs> when they first meet because Hamilton, right in front of Washington, is like, hey, yo, yo, I'm going to definitely be your adversary. <laughs> so just say, like, he knows, like, you know, there's already a hostile, a, an understanding hostility where it's just, it's like, oh, who's this kid? Like, what the right. fuck? And Thomas Jefferson is so good at selling that. It's like, this motherfucker, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm Jefferson. And Jefferson was, Jefferson not only, like, politically, he, you can, is debatable whether he was very sure. effective or not. But he had status. The Jeffersons mm-hmm. were a family, uh, yeah, of very high status mm-hmm. in America. Um he even had, like, he, I mean, fucking, he had a, this place of his own called Monticello. Hell yeah. Fucking called it Monticello. <laughs> How pretentious is that shit? <laughs> um, in America. Yeah. Um, and so we bougie. are treated to, and then we get right into George Washington leads us into our first cabinet battle. Um, and these are some of my favorites. This one in particular is one of my favorites just because I love battles in general. You do. Like, you know, um, because, yeah, it's where you, of course this one is definitely scripted but you treat it like it's happening in the moment mm-hmm. and it's your really it's your opportunity to eviscerate your enemy while right. you you know using yourself uh and uh, it's between yeah it's between Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton and Jefferson starts things out pretty strong you know it's like life for liberty and the pursuit of happiness we fought for these ideals we shouldn't settle for less like and those were Jefferson's mm-hmm. words um, and he's basically saying, it's like, hey, you know, this guy, like, they don't want government control. Hmm, right. Imagine that. Like, very, that's very much still the kind of the conservative, mm-hmm. like, thought. She's like, okay, no, government can't have too much control. And, like, what's all this? Like, this kid doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this isn't, this isn't a good deal for the South, which is where I come from. And, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. you got to be, where's, where's the love for the South? Like, you know, we got, right. can't tax us relentlessly. Like, come on. You saw how it turned out for the tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the things he says. Um, Drops this, the mic. Yes, I will say I love the way that they portrayed these in rap battle style. Yeah, this is how a cabinet Obviously, like, you know, they're going to be wrapped no matter what because that's the <laughs> entirety of the show. Right. But I just really loved that whole situation. It was very cool. The way they decided to portray debates. Yeah, um, way more interesting than normal debates. You got to admit. How it was done. Me too, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Alexander Hamilton though comes in very Eminem style and just eviscerates it like eight mile style. He did like, do fabulous. Yeah. It's like if we assume the debts, the union gets a new line of credit, a financial diuretic. How do you not get it? <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, oh, I love how he points out. It's like, yeah, yeah, keep ranting. Mm-hmm. We know who's really planting those crops. Like, <laughs> yeah, I did like that. Calling them out for the slavery. Like, you know, it's like that's yeah. South had it great because they weren't paying for any of that right. labor that was being used. No. Um. So basically, Alexander uh kind of wins that, ba- or well, he wins verbally, but he don't have the votes as right. uh Madison Washington. and Jefferson yeah. and Washington point out. You don't have the votes. Right. So you got to convince them. And this is politics for you. You got to like, you can, if you're in the minority, you might have the best idea ever, but that's. Yeah. If you don't have the votes, you have to be popular, which is just 
Which means making compromises. For sure. Um, take a break. Uh, we are treated with El- uh, Eliza and Angelica. Angelica got a husband now. She did. She got married. Of course, he's nothing like Alexander, but, you know, he'll do. Her letter to Alexander made me a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It it nodded that feeling that I had earlier where I was like, are they going to have an affair? Mm-hmm. Um, really, this was just an emotional fluff. Like, they definitely... We're being like maybe a little inappropriate, but I don't, you know, nothing actually happened there. The weirdest there. part is Eliza seemed aware of it too. Yeah. To an extent. I think she was to an extent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. But Whatever yeah, floats your boat. Right. Um, <laughs> Whatever works, I guess. It's just not good though. No. Um, no, I don't think it was like that. No. I think it was just that, I guess nowadays you could even say what they had was just friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're allowed to like encourage and push your friends in the way that they were yeah there right. was just like we knew that she had feelings yes, behind it true. so that's what makes it a little bit different there it's hard to let it go um but yeah no they just had a really special friendship and she's like yep i'm moving on but you know don't go too far away because i'll still want to mm-hmm. see you sometimes right um yeah. <laughs> and, yeah um and alexander hamilton's son philip is a little whippersnapper, but he's Ugh. got all the rapping skills of his daddy. Yeah. It's, um, so, it's sweet. so funny when Eliza does the beatboxing. It's really cute. It was so cute. I really loved that. And again, we see like little bits of her personality shining out, which I love. Mm-hmm. I love her character. Um, but, and they just want, they're just beckoning him to take a little break. He's writing like he's running out of time. Let's take a break from all this stuff. But mm-hmm. nope, he's got to get his plan through Congress. And especially his job is on the line at this point. So everything's on the line. Have we had the song by Burr yet? The closed door song? Uh-uh. That already happened? Closed door? Or sorry, the happened. Okay, good. Don't want to miss that. Because first we got to get to the affair, which oh, happens fuck. here. Right. Forgot so, about that. Um, I mean, I didn't. Say no but... to this. This is a night, kind of a soulful like R and B hit. Like could definitely, you know. Um, yeah. Um, and what happens here? I love that. First, you think it's gonna. <laughs> I love it. Bird imposes himself and it's like, hey, um, ooh, unlike somewhere in the city, someone on distress meets someone looking pretty, and he's about to, like up to this point, he's been kind of our narrator, but he's like, you know what? I'll let Hamilton take this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Even love he's that. like, you know what? I don't need, I don't need to I kick a dog it. while it's yeah. down. Um, he can do this. This is really heartbreaking. So Hamilton admits to like, so there was this woman named um, Maria Reynolds. Yeah. Um, Miss Maria Reynolds portrayed by the actress who plays Peggy. Mm-hmm. Um, Peggy. Who's that? It's uh, Jasmine Cena's who is actually dating uh, Ramos. Um, with, so technically she's dating her nephew? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> in, the, in the show. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Her, uh, so um, so think of it like... Um, damn, they're a good-looking couple. So Philip and Eliza are... Or, sorry, damn it. Philip and Peggy are together in real life. <clears throat> Weird. Jasmine Cephas Jones. I'm glad I... Cl- clicked on her name because it was longer than I thought it was. Jasmine Cephas Jones. Yeah, she's lovely. Um, And she comes onto the scene. She's, uh, you know, she's a woman experiencing uh, domestic issues with her mm. husband. He's not a very nice guy and just leaving her high, high and dry. And, you know, Hamilton being understand this, this was common back then. 
you know, his way of showing affection is like, well, here, I'll give you money. Let me walk you to your house. And she has other things in mind. Um, yeah, she wants to show her appreciation. And he's a man of power. He's, you know, easy on the eyes. So she, yeah, they start a little affair. And I, the song is so frustrating because it's saying, I, how do I say no to this? Hamilton keeps saying. It's like typical male point of view where it's just like hey man i mean I, it's I, right I, here I, I got these <laughs> needs and like you know like mm-hmm. you gotta understand i'm under stress i don't get to see eliza like we're supposed to sympathize with i mean mm-hmm. at the end of the day you're a piece of shit um <laughs> yeah we don't really have much room for cheaters in this house um no, no uh the whole thing was really sad though it did it made me sad i was like Look how far Hamilton has come and how much he's changed. So that's really what I took from this whole entire thing is his ego was really big. Mm -hmm. His work was more important than his family. And this makes sense. Right? Mm -hmm. So his family leaves him to go on vacation. Yeah. Not permanently. Right. right. But, uh, and at that point he chose work. And I know in his situation, it looked like he had to, to him. To Hmm. him, he's like, the world, the country will literally fall apart if I'm not here to fix this shit. Yeah. This Jefferson guy, man. Again, with his, like, ego, though. Yeah. And then there's this girl who he can take care of. Oh, yeah. She wants my help. Wow. I can. mm -hmm. She likes it when I gave her money. Hmm. And he feels macho and he feels strong. And, and yeah. And it totally fucks up his family, though. Right? It, like, totally sucks. Yeah. What happens next is, like, you know bad enough having the affair and they <sighs> have it so often and then but uh oh enter mr reynolds sends a little letter he is fully aware of the affair going on i love his interjection because like uh oh you made the wrong sucker a cuckold so time to pay the pipe yeah. up for the pants you unbuckle Ugh. just Good very line. in your face like hey man i know what i got like and especially oh you're alexander hamilton oh that makes this extra interesting so here's the thing (laughs) (laughs) you are gonna pay me for the pleasure of pleasuring my wife which mr reynolds is a piece of shit too (laughs) yeah she's just we already knew that um Mm -hmm. so then you feel bad for maria reynolds to an extent Mm -hmm. damn um but uh so alexander and because his reputation's on the line he can't have an affair come out Mm -mm. not at this point anyway no um, not, men not did that, but control. it was all in secret. And they were allowed to do it in secret with their buddies. You know, like, <laughs> not it's with their buddies. No, I but, um, you know, like, the guys would all go to a club at night, and the women weren't allowed in the club. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the women that did go in there could do whatever with the men in there, and nobody would speak of it outside of the room, that type uh-huh. of thing. That was really, really common back then, mm-hmm. especially in, like, gambling situations, you know, mm. things like that. Um, women yeah. of questionable morals would go mm. in, you know. Gotcha. And uh, what happened there stayed there, basically. But this, having a affair, yeah, this is an ongoing affair with, with a woman a that you're paying. Yeah, no. Who's whole... married, who is still maintaining that marriage. Who? Mm, she, yeah, she had, had to have had it rough because... Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, yeah, the whole speaking thing. Speaking of, it's no really, one else being in the room too, where it happened. <laughs> especially too, though, with Hamilton like trying to show that he's this like 
holier than thou <laughs> persona that mm. he's trying it would ruin him right it and uh, yep but they cracked that deal and they maintain that relationship yikes so next speaking of no one else being in the room when it happened um so the next song we get uh, this is one of the one of my favorites for sure and it gets me it's the music in this one particularly <sighs> that wins me over um, because they throw in like this banjo shit and it's just oh my it's God, so it's good. So good. So Aaron Burr comes onto the scene and uh, kind of tells us how these pol- how politics is working here between because you got you got Alexander Hamilton who is a federalist, mm-hmm. and then you have then you have Jefferson and Madison who are uh, Democratic Republicans. <laughs> uh huh. That's what it was called back then, guys. And Democratic Republicans were what the Republicans are today, I guess I guess you could say. I, I guess. guess. It sounds like an oxymoron to um, me. <laughs> I know. It's, it's so weird. But that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, Democ- and then Federalists would be a little more in line with how what we regard Democrats as. They were definitely more the financially minded and so mm-hmm. forth. Um, so uh, in uh, Hamilton is... Uh, schmoozing these guys, mm-hmm. having to win them over because you got Virginians and Democratic Republicans. Those are diametrically opposed parties. Uh, but he manages to schmooze them over. And the deal that happens here, the big deal that was happening at the time is where to put the banks versus where to put the state capital. Yeah. Um, and there were many different options. The state capital seemed to be the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what Hamilton, in you know, reveals is that hey, it doesn't matter where the capital is if we got the banks. Yeah, like that's what matters. And it's so funny that Jefferson didn't pick that up. Yeah, um, like uh, he I, wanted the title. Yeah, he wanted. Yeah, some people, that's the title is the most important. Where thing. it's at and all that. So, at beautiful, beautiful work by Alexander and stuff. And this whole stuff, it's very dense, but it's great how they. <coughs> Tell us how politics work or mm-hmm. whatever in this. Um, and then we're treated to a beautiful dance sequence starring Burr because Burr, then we are treated to what Burr ultimately has decided upon. The big turning point for Burr here because he's talking with Alexander and he's like, man, you got more than you get. Yeah. yeah. You got skin in the game, you stay in the game, but you don't get to win unless you play in the game. And so Burr's having to really wrangle with the fact it's like, hey, I want to be in that room. Yeah, I want to be in the room where it happens. And, you know, you gotta, at that point, I really understood where he's coming That's from. To, this would be the villain song. This would be the villain song in sure. the Disney movie. Like, mm-hmm. this is the turning point. This is Burr accepting. It's like, all right, all right, all right, Hamilton, your terms. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting, too, because at this point, I think he thinks that if he went for it on the side he's currently on, on Hamilton's side, like he and Hamilton can't. It would just can't, be him. Yes, they, and they won't ever, you know, because Washington's on his side and stuff, and, and he's got that favoritism there um, of the big boss. Mm. And so he does. He switches parties. and, and To that Democratic Republican. It's insane to me that you could switch your whole beliefs mm-hmm. for a job. So it is. It's sort of villainous. Um and uh, but I tell you what, these are some of my favorite turns because it's basically Aaron Burr like being pushed to the point where it's just like, yeah. all right, I will be the villain you want me to be. Then fine, fuckers, like 
yeah, I tried to play nice. Like yeah. I tried to do it this way, but you didn't accept me for it. So fine, I'm doing it on your terms then. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. It reminds me of Tyrion Lannister in uh, totally. Game of Thrones, where he's just like, "All right, you fucking people! <laughs> like I stuck up for you fuckers, and you're gonna make me the villain. Fine, I'll just be Here the villain, we go. Then, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yep. No, totally. I like I said, I do. I part of me really understands it. He's like, I just want something to happen for, for me for once. Sake, There's yeah. not enough room for me over here. I'm unseen over here. I'm never gonna be. And so, yeah, that would that would drive you to make a big change. And I'm sure he's thinking like, well, I can still push forward some of my agenda, hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, just But enough. it just doesn't work like that. So next, uh, the the um, Alexander's father-in-law loses his seat in the Senate shortly after that because this certain Aaron Burr switched political parties and totally eviscerated, he took, his, took seat. his seat, <laughs> took his seat in the Senate. It happens, but... Uh, Hamilton feels a little slighted. He does. He's um, upset with Burr because A, Burr switched political parties and like, he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, that's, um, and what, B, what man like, does that? that's his like, father-in-law. So he's got the familial protection there, I guess. And also it just feels like personal. It's like, I thought we it were like personal. friends. It's yes, like, it did feel personal. Like, why would you, do, like, you could, I mean, you could have took anybody's seat, really. Like, as long as they were, yeah, as long as it was up for grabs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but that one was up for grabs, so... It's yeah, okay. he was making a statement. Very much a Hamilton sort of making thing. He's like, statement. hey, I got that from you. Hamilton's yeah. It's like, all right, motherfucker. Interesting, too, that like um, Hamilton's father-in-law was like the opposing political party. I always find that really interesting when there's like family politics, but they're oh. on opposite sides. Oh, yeah. You're you right. know, I do. Huh. I find that. Um, huh. That is weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that happens. And then, uh, then we're treated to the next cabinet battle between Jefferson yeah. and Hamilton once again. But this time, it's about the French Revolution. And this, to me, this I, was a bummer. I have always hated this part of our history. Yeah, me too. Um, it's always bugged me because we clearly laid, clearly laid out an agreement with France where it was like following our revolution. They they were in the b- midst of their own revolution and yeah. so forth. And I mean, we should have admired that. Like, we yeah. could, you know, should have been on board. And yet we did not uh, offer aid when, when they, they needed, needed it most and were fucking cutting people's heads off mm-hmm. <laughs> in the streets. Ooh. The, yeah. I don't know if you heard about the French Revolution. Look it up if you want. It's rough. Like, it's bad, guys. It's like, rough. It is an example of how not to do a revolution. Mm-hmm. And this is why this is an People like to turn to this one. It's like, see what happens when you let people have power. It's like, not always, man. It's different, and that was then. Also, that was so back then. Like, <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, back then. Um, yeah, religion played a part, <laughs> a big part. So, um, anyway, Alexander argues that no, we should not be offering French aid because hey, we're too vault. We're having our own problems here. Like, we're trying. We're still trying to establish this country. It's like. But we made a promise. Maybe we should have thought about that. Like, you think yeah. they're going to see it that way? Like, and then what if we ever need their help again? Like, and you he's know. like, and what about your friend? Yeah, Lafayette Ugh. was French. And he was like the ambassador. Yeah. So he was like there, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. 
So I we really dropped the ball on that one. And imagine, and I just feel like imagine how France would have been if America would have been kind of to intervene and save some of those lives. There was a lot of blood and also in the street. like what would we have done without their help? Yeah, there's yeah. there's so much there, and uh, all with a fucking loophole. <laughs> like he was able, you know, to convince everybody with just a loop. Yeah, they loophole. took a statement of neutrality. They call it, which is even more insulting. So frustrating. You know what? France, we understand your plight, but we're neutral on this one, though. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so there's that, and uh, Washington's on Alexander's side once again. Washington, it must be nice to have Washington on your yeah, side. Yeah, that song's great. Um, so Washington on your side. This is, <laughs> so this is now Bird making his move, like starting yeah. to make his way into the fold of Jefferson and Madison. You know, he he sees what could be again. Burr's strength is that he can sort of see into the future a little bit yeah he's able to see the big picture in a way that hamilton cannot yeah and so he sees jefferson as this mm. like very up and coming mm-hmm. he's gonna be a popular. big deal mm-hmm. popular and here's the thing here we don't so we keep uh not giving enough madison uh was a big supply of the power in mm-hmm. that duo for um, sure <laughs> even though he was useless like as Alexander points out useless is two shits. Turn around, <laughs> bend over. I'll show you where my shoe fits. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fucking love that line. That's such a good line. Um, uh, even though he wasn't very useless, he still had the power. Again, status can get you very far. You yeah. Could be, how, many, how many people have we met who it's just like they are not exactly the most intellectual or, mm-hmm. you know, personality uh, lively, you know, right. most entertaining person at all, and yet they're one of the richest powerful people right. you'll ever meet um known a few <laughs> yep just a few weird um yeah Aaron Burr kind of plants the seed of it's yeah. like it must be nice to have Washington it's like uh so they're starting to, and now these three with their combined forces are really going to start looking into Hamilton it's yes. like it's they're like, like he's going to fuck up somewhere him? yeah he's going to fuck up somewhere so let's just keep an eye on this guy let's look into his books maybe let's see what we can find um so Washington on your side next is one last time oh. mm. and we are treated to beautiful last song by our Mr. George Washington um which oh by the way who has been established who has established himself as president yeah he's president um he has established himself as president and he offers Hamilton a nice position and Hamilton very arrogant is just saying yeah secretary yeah, okay. <laughs> secretary you know state or treasury state or treasury okay yo which one it's like treasury and this is another moment in history where i'm like how different america might have looked if alexander hamilton knowing what we know about him now if alexander mm-hmm. hamilton had been secretary of state that yeah. means you're in charge of voting rights mm-hmm. just saying voting mm, voting could have been interesting under hamilton because he had a seemed that he had a hope to end the slavery and everything yeah he definitely seemed sympathetic yeah um, and like the secretary of state is in charge of so many more. I just more things than treasury is strictly financials. Yes. Money. So it was, I think Washington was making a smart choice there where it's just like, oh, I love Hamilton, but I don't know about secretary. He can of be state. a little unhinged. Yeah. yeah. Let's put him on he treasury. Can be a little unhinged. And I mean, cause he's going to say his opinions anyway. <laughs> like, so let him be in charge of money too. Maybe that'll level him out. Mm hmm. Um, and he basically created the financial institution of the United States. We, so. it, it is still used today. <laughs> yeah, okay? it's fucking crazy. Which he was brilliant, you know. 
I guess, but are we questioning <laughs> no. that now? Like, <laughs> no, I guess our financial institution has always been pretty solid. It's just at this point, it was the everything. It was the later on us deregulating the bank. Like that's what everything's the gotten so fucked up. Um, yeah, his <laughs> his system is fine. It's, right, it's what we did to it that got messed up. Um. So one last time, George Washington. Yeah, lovely leaving. song. They use a lot of dialogue, or they use a lot of words taken taken right from Washington's last statement. Yes. Um, and you can tell because it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, yeah. Which, you know, Washington, man, the man did know how to bow out gracefully. That's so true. Like. Really lovely. I also love. And I understood the choice. Like, I guess. Like, oh it God, was a yes. smart choice. Yeah. Like, he had too much on his shoulders and he knew that he pulled them through what he needed to pull them but through. But they were just looking to him too much. Like, and they he were was never yeah. going to. Yeah. And for him, it was like he got them through the war and got them into their own, you know, into our own country. And he was like, yep, that was my shot. That yeah. was my thing. I'm done. Yeah. Now you know? let's let the intellectuals take over, maybe. Yeah. And maybe. Uh, and so Thomas Jefferson, the only way. So Jefferson is like, oh, man, if I want things to change, well, I've got to resign. Like, you know, so he resigns. And establishes that he's going to run against George Washington for president. Sam's thinking that's laughable, but Washington's like, hey, I'm not running against him. I'm, yeah, he's like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm stepping down. Uh, because then we we are treated to our last uh, King George number. Oh, God. This but is Real so quick, funny. though, like the uh, one last time ends with a beautiful just what? It's vocalization. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Where you just kind of let it ride. Yeah, Cause it's like Washington gets that last moment, like teach them really how beautiful. to say goodbye, and he does. He just kind of bears his soul. It was really beautiful, that dude. Really that beautiful, dude. Look, whoa, man, that dude's a looks huge. Um, I don't know how huge he because uh, camera ads, but he's just great. Um, I know him. Our final George, uh, King George number, <laughs> um, in which uh, he's uh, told that <laughs> I love it. He doesn't get it. It's like Washington stepping down, like. What is Why? this? How Are they going to do this every couple yeah, years? Yeah, right. I don't understand. <laughs> like, you must, like, kings, they would have no concept. Like, I it would just. imagine that is what it felt like yeah, to them to like, be like, this is absurd. Like, what do you do? You were in power. You, they, you were their president. Like, the highest office? You're giving, what? <laughs> like, you can't. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and so, and then when he learns that John Adams is going to be the next one, we never see John Adams, but like, yeah, we hear about him a lot. We hear about him. Um, and, uh, but he's like that little guy who spoke to me all those years ago. (laughs) Oh man, this is going to be beautiful. Like, (laughs) it's like, oh hell yeah. I'm going to be entertained watching this shit. And then he takes a little seat. It's like, good luck. (laughs) Takes a seat in the wings of the stage and just kind of dances and bops and listens to stuff. And and he continues to play little parts later on. I forgot. That's right. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he does. um, He makes little appearances. Um, Really funny. Um, I know him. Next is the Adams administration. Jefferson's the runner up, which makes him the vice president, which is how they did it back then. If you can run for president and whoever's in second place was the vice president. Makes sense. Vice president president yep um kind of glad they don't do it that way now i guess 
do have mixed feelings on it because man it would be nice it to could like be useful to have that opposite have side half and half yeah because right. right now right. what we have trump pence is not good it's not no. a good combination you're right you're right it would have been nice to have uh well trump and hillary wouldn't have been good either because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it would know have been. what that looks like <laughs> but uh i do think like it would take away some of the bashing it would be and just stuff, as, right? It would just be it would be just as deadlocked. Yeah. Like or wait, what are you saying? Well, I was just gonna say, like, I feel like it would take away some of the stupid gossip shit with the politics because you don't really want your vice president to be like this terrible, terrible person, right? Yeah. That you're trying to portray the other party to be. Mm, yeah, right. So I f- oh, and I feel right. like oh, I, see I don't know. Saying. I think it would be a little different. It would uh, take away some of the bad yeah some of the bad parts of politics is like them dragging you through the mud and then like being total assholes to each other like if you knew you had to work with this person no matter what yeah like i think it would be different however interesting yeah i don't know how much would get done exactly that's what i'm saying i fear the deadlock would happen where it's just like kind of what we experienced with obama and mccain mm -hmm. um hmm yeah, I don't know how much good would get through because you would always have somebody from the other side to advocate. I don't know. And I feel like the vice president might have had more to do back then. Nowadays, vice president mm-hmm. is basically just a visual mm-hmm. aid of the president, like the visual representation, like who actually travels. Yeah. President doesn't travel as much. <laughs> My cat is the insanely needy. The administration... Washington can't help you now no more, Mr. Nice President. <laughs> and Hamilton eviscerates Adams because he thinks he's a piece of shit. He's like, sit down, John, you fat mother. Boop. Oh, and yeah. by the way, no F-bombs in the Disney version. Come on, Disney. Listen to the album. You get your, yeah. You um, get the F-bombs. We like the F-bombs they, Now, there house. is an incomplete F-bomb, though. He does say, like, during the uh, Mr. James Reynolds reading, he's like, fuck. Oh, yeah, that's true. So that is the closest so far Disney has come. Like just we're getting saying, there. We're almost there. We're, we just gotta <laughs> <laughs> and 20, leave it to Lin Manuel. He's just years. so charming <laughs> that they just let him have that one. Yeah, um, he is very charming. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. And so that kind of shot Alexander Hamilton in the foot, but gave Jefferson and them a little more ammunition. It's like, hey, he just hey, he's knocking people in his own political party. This is great. Okay, now and let's really right. let's really dive in then. And they find some very interesting numbers. Um, and yeah. they confront Hamilton about it. It's just like, hmm, there's a bunch of like payments to uh, James Reynolds. Like, what's going on here? Like, oh, you you using your position? You using their money? Huh? You little? It's called uh, speculation, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and a uh, little it, bit of a uh, blackmail happening. Definitely, here. but but politically, I think it's just. I think it's politically just for sure. Blackmail. If they were genu- genuinely concerned that he was like taking the funds, that is yes. Yeah, it's it grounds. would be. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Burr, I think Burr helped that along. And Burr, oh, by the way, Burr's because- in the room now. He is in the room. Burr's in the room, and he's right with them, like, saying, it's like an immigrant embezzling our government funds. I can see your career. It's practically done, bro. Like, confess. This will go a lot easier if you just confess. And Hamilton's like, ha, you don't even know what you're asking me to confess. Here, check this shit out, motherfuckers. Oh, I was actually having an affair, and I was paying this woman's husband and everything. That's what was going on. You thought I was embezzling and everything? No, I'm just a piece of shit. 
And everybody's like, oh. oh okay. Like, Jefferson and I love, my God. That's like, <laughs> so good. I don't know what to do with this fucker. <laughs> like, what do you do? How, what do you do with that? That was so good. <laughs> His facial features are so golden. Oh, my God. That's why they have to keep him away. I know. Like, get out of here. He steals the show. <sighs> He's so good. So they're just like, well, I mean, checkmate. Yeah. yeah all right. We can't. We, we can't you're right. <laughs> but are you okay? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> poor guys. And so they leave the room and he's like, Hey, Burr, yo, how do I know you won't use this on me? And it's like, well, that really says a lot about you, Alexander. Like you, it's like, Hey, rumors only grow. We both know what we know. Aaron Bur- Burr knows enough. It's like, Hey, I don't gotta, I don't gotta stir no pot. I don't know. Yeah. This is too fucked up I, for even me. I don't have to do nothing to mm-hmm. it. So, um we know what we know it's beautiful um the eye of the hurricane one yeah of my this shit's favorite. so crazy so this is one of the best sequences in the movie for sure oh my god amazing because it recalibrates us with hamilton again yes um <clears throat> so we're we revisit his past of it's like hey when i was young a hurricane hit my town Ugh. but didn't get me I couldn't seem to die. It's like, imagine, yeah. This ties to this. Brings back that death wish. Yep. And this is the death wish, like needing revenge for being born or just that. It's almost PTSD to an extent where it's yeah. like, why do I keep fucking living? Like, yeah. I must it totally be, is. I must be great, which contributes to his ego. It's like, I must be awesome, but I don't, I'm not though. I'm not special. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, what the f- arrogant by circumstance to an extent <laughs> yeah but and the, the it's just visually beautiful the way they do this because you have oh people God, the whole lovely. time spinning these props and everything from his past around Ugh. him down to like burr is standing in a position that is familiar from the opening of the show Washington, everybody like stands in positions oh, we've seen so before good. um and wait for it wait for it and so Alexander decides it's like, well, I'll write my way out of this like I always do then. Mm. So he decides, I no don't regards. quite understand his logic here. The logic being is like, rather than rather than be the victim of somebody else leaking it, I'm going to out myself. Get ahead of it. Because at least I confessed. Can tell the facts and I confessed and no there's it's it's there's, a thing. Yeah. It's like your mom coming up to you and saying did you eat all of this chocolate? I'm not going to be mad at you but I want you to tell me. Now if I find out after then. that you did it then you're going to be in trouble. So this is like his logic right? Yeah. Is he's like no 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 I'm going to get ahead of it. I'm going to state the facts. Yeah, right. I'm I'm gonna And boy did he like too unfortunately. Much. Too much. <laughs> to the point that oh my god, it's brutal when okay, so what happened oh, this gosh. next sequence it kind of breaks into a very dysfunctional uh musical sequence and one of the best sequences of the yeah. again, like act two really amps up yes. the visual factor. Cause then he releases what's called the Reynolds pamphlet and mm-hmm. it is. He just outs himself, admits to the entire affair admits to paying james reynolds here's the itemized list and too much oh and by the way yeah i did do it on occasion when they were visiting family and sometimes yeah on occasion in my own house it was too much he definitely could have just been like this woman came to me for help and i helped her 
and then we had an affair mm. and it could have been that and, and philip yeah, has maybe, to read this oh god it's so sad it's totally a bummer and like and, his wife and but his, before but jefferson cuts in <laughs> i just love it so much it's like well, he never going to be president now. <laughs> oh, God. It's that a, was so good. Like, taking the situation, it's like this brutal situation. It's like, well, he ain't going to be president. <laughs> like, uh, like it's a oh win for God. Jefferson, and he's just owning the stage. Like, he's just center bopping and dancing. Oh, I love it. And, and the best part is when they start throwing the papers and oh, shit. Yeah. There's just these moments of explosions of papers, and he makes it rain <laughs> with the papers. <laughs> Oh, it was good. Jefferson is so good. It's one of my favorite, again, visual sequences. Like, the, I love any time they, yeah, use the the papers and oh, the flying in around. Me and too. Stuff. It was visually beautiful. Um, So, his poor wife. So, uh, I don't know enough. Again, I'm going to state this. I don't know that much about Hamilton's love life. In, you know. Yeah. In real, real life. life in, mm-hmm. the, in this. Um. Is this how she found out in real life from yeah. the paper? He didn't tell Reynolds her Reynolds pamphlet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, actually, I don't know that. I would be... For the play, it, it's beautiful. It makes beautiful... Devastated. Like, de- drum, dramatic <laughs> Holy sense. Holy yeah. fuck. What a devastation. Because the entire city... To find city. out from your husband's writing to tell everyone in the whole fucking world, it yeah, seems like. World. You yeah, know? The country. Yeah. It seems like. And uh, that's how you find... I mean... I have to imagine that is how she found out, though, because, like, what in the world? Why wouldn't she advise him to? Yeah, I mean, true. I guess if you're super fucking pissed, which she was. Mm-hmm. And she, I love the way that they did it. Like, cause so it's not just it. You know, we don't need no screaming. We don't need screaming. We don't need and we don't even man, we don't even need tears. No, like, she didn't even have tears. Instead, it's just her on a cold stone bench a bucket and a lantern. Yep. Um and she and she's rereading his old messages. So here's the fucked up thing is you fucked up everything now. Yeah. Now she's not going to be able to look at any of your old letters the same no, way again. No, all of his writing has taken a turn for her. So she reads back on it and things that were once charming and beautiful and eloquent are now ruins. paranoid and egotistical and mm-hmm. yeah which damn and the song you know. is called burn yeah um and she's burning herself from the narrative i really want to i'm really interested to yeah look into more of the ins and outs because i don't know does that mean we don't have any like i took it as like we don't have any writing from eliza hamilton yeah nobody was able i feel like Nobody was able to get her opinion on, on any that of this incident, at yeah. least. Okay, that's what. Okay, that's better. Like because so I'm removing I feel like myself she from sort this of went narrative, into not like, the whole narrative. Right. Yeah. She sort of went into hiding. Yeah, yeah. And, and just this is what we explained it. Like, yeah. She just because unfortunately, like the next reason that she's back out, you know, isn't good. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. So that happens. They, beautiful she, scene. Beautiful yeah, song. He's in the doghouse. Like he ain't staying in their house anymore. Yeah, sleep in your office instead. Like, uh, uh. Like her sister's there for her. Oh, that was so beautiful. I love that. So good. I'm standing by her side. You can never be satisfied. God, I hope you're satisfied. Yeah, that's right. Fucking good. And her voice is so good. Anymore. Oh my god. And And for and for him to. uh, 
I'm sorry, the audacity of him, like, to think that, that she she's going to be on his side is fucking crazy. Yeah. It's fucking, I mean, he obviously valued her friendship a lot, but she's <laughs> like, no, 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 like, she is my blood. Mm-hmm. And she told, and I love that she repeated that line where she's like, she's the kindest, most loyal person that I know. Yeah. Ugh, so heartbreaking. Um, burn, uh, blow us all away. Okay. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Philip is older now. He's about 19, 19. Uh, roughly the same age that Hamilton was when it started. So Philip is a very charming, lovable, <laughs> yeah, just spirited, spunky little guy. He really wants to make his dad proud. Making his dad proud. Get even, and this is following the. I mean, yeah, I guess he would like. It's hard to diminish a male in your life, but especially back then. But you know, he's aware of that. But I think years have passed since then. Yeah, and like they have their new normal. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and then uh, he is searching the streets for a Mr. George Eaker, who disparaged his father, which is again like is fighting words. Like you can't do that, mm-hmm. you, or I mean, you could, but there are consequences this being one of them calls him out in the middle of a stage play that is going on and kind of gets <laughs> kind of gets pwned a little bit uh by the guy who's just like hey man he doubles down and just like hey your da- dad's a scoundrel and so are you he's like oh it's like that all right see you on the dueling ground yeah so confronts his father about the best approach uh, to dueling like because he's never done this before it's like okay here's what you're gonna do you're gonna do the barry linden scenario all right Barry Lyndon's a Stanley Kubrick movie. It's really good. Um, a lot about dueling. Um, you Okay, when you turn and face your enemy, like you raise your pistol clearly and deliberately into the sky and fire it. Like sometimes it would be the sky, sometimes it would be the ground, whatever. But this was this was done in the past. Like you could throw away your shot. Right. And, you know, both could walk away alive because right. there's the, the conditions of the duel are both have to fire their guns. Right. It doesn't mean anybody has to die. Right. Sometimes those are the rules, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in this case, that's not. So they go to the dude, and he's like, but, but I mean, Dad, like, if I mean, I'm defenseless at that point. If I fire my gun in the air, he's like, no, nope, he'll follow suit if he's a man of honor. Like, nobody wants to take anybody's mm-hmm. life. So he sends him off with his pistols, and, uh, you know, Philip amps himself up, gets himself prepared, but trusts the advice of his father, though. Mm. And um, turns, aims his pistol to the sky, and gets shot for it by Mr. George Eaker. And I love the way they did these dueling scenes because the way they, again, like using cinematic techniques where he shoots him, you see the impact, quote unquote, and then they freeze time. And yeah. then he slowly so starts crazy. falling. It was beautiful. Very and beautiful. oh, we neglected to mention there are rotating platforms on this stage also. Oh my god, these actors, man. <laughs> I don't oh. I don't even know because yeah, no, one wrong step. You're and done. for them to keep such good concentration, yeah. No, I just don't even know. It was seamless. Um and so uh, he's rushed to the hospital, he gets hit in the hip, like, you know, gun wounds back there and no joke gun wounds back then you were gonna lose a limb your life you could have been poisoned yeah weeks later months later <laughs> um yeah it was no joke he had eight children i just want to throw that out there <laughs> yes. i looked it up because i was like uh he mentions he other children yeah eight um, 
eight children. Lot. So a lot of children. Hamilton, Alexander, and uh, Liza rushed to Philip's side Ugh. for his last moment. This was so heartbreaking. Because this is the same actor who plays Lawrence. So Casey yeah. points out, <laughs> like, are we seriously watching the same guy die twice? <laughs> I was like, this is so fucked up, man. <laughs> And I, I was crying. To it. I they was like, really this is could heartbreaking. Have, they really could have made a different choice. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it was so sad. And like, he's such a lovable guy both, both times. times. <laughs> it's so sad. Um, no, and both are very. So in this way, I guess they did it on purpose because both are did. very yes. impactful deaths to Hamilton's character. Yes. Yes. Um, exactly. To his, you know, personality and. And everything. Um, I mean, and so, so this was kind uh, of Eliza's scream, though. Uh, That fucking like penetrated my brain. I was like, oh my god, she did so good there. Because yeah, stay alive. Yep, that's the reprise. It's quiet uptown. This is this is beautiful. This is kind of this is the slower portion of the play. It's fine, but we need this. We need though. Like I actually love this part of seeing him live a normal life for the first time ever in the whole entire play. Like he's moving at a slow pace. Yeah, he's. You know, him and Eliza are finding their way back to each other. I like the stages of it. First, it's him walking alone. Yeah, I take then the children to them. church sometimes. I never then used to pray. Then it's them walking together, but not interacting yet. Right. Them walking together. And then she makes the... Conscious decision. decision to forgive him. To forgive him. I mean... Which couldn't have been easy. It couldn't oh have been. God. But I you imagine can see the decision on her face. She, they do so good. Yeah. Also, like, women back then, like, divorce wasn't an option. Yeah. So her choices in life were to be, like, horribly Forever sad. bitter and probably die of a broken heart. Yeah, her son just died. So she's got, like, these two really horrible things, like, you know? It, it's like she, in her mind, I'm sure she's like, I can make one of them not so horrible. And you know? Hamilton admits, like, hey, if I could, I would trade my life for his in an yes. instant. Like, and I that know, part is so fucking sad. But I know you, I know who I married, so you take all the time you need, but if you could just still, please, just be by my side, that would be enough. Yeah. Oh, so sad. And she, yeah, she forgives him. Heartbreaking. Can you imagine? Sweet. Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we and then we get back to politics. Please. <laughs> Every action has its equal opposite reaction. That's Thanks right. to Hamilton or cabinets fractured in the factions. Adams is cracking under the stress. So yeah. Jefferson's really thinking like I got a great chance at mm-hmm. this presidency this time. And right. he runs again. He got competition again. He's got Adams, which not too threatened by. But not then worried. there's this other guy. Aaron Burr, who's he's worked before. He's worked with him before. He's like, well, he's not forthcoming on particular stances. I mean, I, I got a shot. It's like, yeah, but, you know, they they actually like him because you're a little too extravagant for people now. You little, yeah. They think you're a little pretentious. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, and so uh, he decide, they decide, well, endorsements always help, which right. we know all about this these days. Yes. It's all about the endorsements. Yes. Um, <laughs> NRA, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, but who who did you have in mind? Who's going to endorse me? He's like, Hamilton? He's like, what? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't want to do it. Don't want to go there. I'm not that desperate. Uh-uh. 
<laughs> and doesn't. I get where he's coming from, but also I get like no, it's like, like it could if be you really get useful to have Hamilton. If in your you corner. get the person that has all the opposing votes, yep. You know, like his side is the side that you do need Needs. to win over. Yep. You gotta do it, buddy. And Bert, like Bert, oh Bert's just so just so excited, and just oh. his arms are swinging. He's he's hitting the town. He's painting it like he's charming people, shaking mm-hmm. hands, kissing yes, babies. So sweet and so excited when people even mention him, um, or e- even considering him. It's beautiful. So it's really up in the air. Like, um, um, and alexander is like people are looking to him but he's Mm -hmm. like "Uh -uh, i'm not in that anymore i'm out of politics right um but they keep keep asking him keep asking him keep asking him and one day he runs into mr burr sir um and (laughs) i love that he's like you know so you're up like campaigning trying to it's like you know sell me on this buddy like you know what so your campaign is like yeah it's like that's soon it's like it's kind of draining you know He's like, is there anything you wouldn't do, man? Like, you know, all this stuff. He's like, nope. Um, I got. Oh, is this where he says that line? It's like, no, I'm, I'm doing. I'm seeking what I want, and you know what? I got that from you. He kind of sees Burr's colors and doesn't particularly like what he sees. Well, because he feels like he's doing exactly what politicians do now. He is telling every single person what they want to hear mm-hmm. to win their vote. Not and taking a stand. You stand not for actually. For... Yes. So in this way, I really get Hamilton's point of view. I'm like, He's no, like at least Jefferson, he might not agree with Hamilton on everything, but and he he's... does stand for his shit and he's pushing for it. And he's shown the ability to like, yeah, push for the right things too. Yes, yeah. both. Yes. Yeah. And then there's Burr who's like, he's going to go up to this person and say, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Shake their hand and then go to this person who has the opposite idea and say, yeah, I think that's a great idea and shake their trumpy, hand. A little trumpy, a little trumpy. Yeah, a little um, bit too... Uh, like, to, like, yeah, just saying, yeah, you're Too right. passive, like, and I get in that way. We need a leader. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and it's, if it comes down to, oh, it's a straight up tie and now they're really, like, it's strictly down to Hamilton now. Yeah. And he's standing center stage. You got Burr on one side, you got Jefferson on the other. Mm-hmm. And the people are asking to hear my voice because the country is facing a difficult choice. And if you were to ask me who I would promote, Jefferson has my vote. Ugh. And I just... Burr's reaction is so perfect because you just see it slowly start to wash over him. Like, we're just like, wait, wait, (laughs) hold on. What? Because Burr Burr had every right to think that he was, he was a shoe in It's like, you know, Hamilton likes me enough. He definitely likes me more than Jefferson. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So I got this. And Jefferson's blown away on the other side where it's like, damn, I got (laughs) Hamilton on my side. Fuck, man. Wow. He's been doing something right. And, you know, Bird, though, is willing to accept vice presidency. Yeah. Until he finds out that that's not going to be a thing anymore. Oh, right. Because (laughs) Jefferson decides, since I'm the president, you know what I want to change? You know, I don't want to be working with this guy who openly campaigned against me. I don't like that. I don't like people talking negative about me. It does look like he was the vice president, though. Briefly. Briefly. See, I think. For the first term. See, there you go. Yeah. So I don't know how long that is back then. Not right. four years, but. Um, but, uh, yeah, gets rid of him because he's like, I don't want to work with this guy. 
Right. And so at this point, yeah, we're just a few presidents in and that's already a null. Uh-huh. It's not happening yeah, anymore, quickly guys. things change. Yeah. Um, and so when Burr's not happy, Burr's feeling once again slighted and mm-hmm. is really like this is kind of the straw that broke the camel's back at this point because it's like I and look This is back. again where I start to see real big flaws in Burr. I'm like blaming other people for your problems, even if your problems mm-hmm. are because of other people. Like, it's so double-edged sword, us being like back here and watching it, yeah. because we can see where both of them took liberties yeah. against the other person, mm-hmm. but he can only see the injustices that he thinks Hamilton has done to him, and he lets it get to his head, and he gets so angry. Yep, and it sucks because, damn it, you were doing so good, Burr, like... And again, it makes me go, why did you think that was your shot? Why didn't you try to run for president again? This is what Mm. I mean, guys. Take a lesson from this. Just because something doesn't work out doesn't mean that it was the thing. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's really a bummer that that's, you know, what he thought. He was like, well, I'm done for. This is over and it's Hamilton's fault. Yeah. And so the letters to the point, were good, though. <laughs> he sends him a letter being like, I'm slow to anger, but I totally... And I love him sitting at oh, the desk. Oh, me too. He's just so... Again, like this guy, he's, he's there's so never a bad shot of him. Right, there's that's so true. never a bad shot of him. Um, and uh, yeah, he's like, I'm slow to anger, but I toe the line. It's like, you know, you call me... Like, I'm calling you out, bro. Like, you fucked up my life, so answer for it. Like, yeah. I have the honor to be... And this is how all letters, you could be talking as aggressively as you possibly can to a motherfucker, but you always sign your letters, your humble servant, <laughs> A. Burr. Oh, Hamilton's so like, good. hey, man, like, I am not a, oh, you think that's bad? Oh, no, here, I'll lay it all out for you. These are the grievance, like, the, here's the disagreements we've Again, had. yeah. <laughs> Sends him an itemized list, like, sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Way to poke the bear. <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay careful how you proceed good man like into the i love how his anger increases and he's like, he's like hey Bert, hey you're totally justified in your argument with me like <laughs> i love hamilton's response which is like hey you're right yeah i yep. did totally fuck you up at yep. multiple occasions but you know like i also find it so it. interesting like they're writing letters you know like he could have just chosen not to write him back, write him back you know <laughs> Oh no, that that's would be not a all. thing. Yeah, they need to go to his house. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, and it ends up they establish that they are going to duel. This was and a real so bummer for me. We I have was like, finally this is sad. reached the dueling point. Understand? Or yeah, he lays out the place and he's like, "We hark at dawn, uh, guns drawn, you're on." Ugh, so sad. And so Hamilton, <laughs> typical, staying up late writing a letter. Yeah. Um, because to, it for your could next be his of kin. last. Yep. yep, that's what Tell you did. Where been. So fucking sad. And, and his Liza wife comes uh, in, like just wants him to come back to bed. A simple enough request, and doesn't take the like. He says, "Yeah, a very random thing that should be concerned." Like I'm sure Eliza looked back on and was like, "Motherfucker, why mm-hmm. didn't I get that?" He says, "Best of wives and best of women." And she yep. just takes him as. She's kind of I'm going like, to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. And then we get treated to the 10 things we need to know. Number one. Yeah. So Aaron, Bur- I love the way they remixed this because they mm-hmm. have Aaron Burr walk us through. It's like, hey, we went to this place. 
he drew first position he got to pick the place it turns out he picked the place where his son died is that why um so fucked up now they won't teach you this in your classes but look it up hamilton was wearing his glasses why if not to take deadly aim this is how aaron burr justifies it and I get like that's a beautiful justification. Yeah. <laughs> it's an elegant justification where it's like, hey, he wore his glasses. Why you need your glasses unless you're gonna want to kill me? Yeah. But Burr's and Burr's uh, decides like this man's not gonna and make an all, offer. No money. He doesn't want to die. Or, I know. I mean, he doesn't want to kill him at all, and he's a terrible shot. But he's like, hey, this man will not make an orphan of my daughter. Mm. Look him in the eye. Aim no higher. Summon all the courage you require. And he aims, he fires. Now, there is a remix to this song that nobody has gotten to hear or see. Hmm. There's another verse. Do you know it? I've got it right here. Ooh. All right. So this is following birds like said his one, two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight, nine, turning, firing, and then. So, so that's nice and everything. I am glad that they omitted it, though. I think it's more powerful to hear Burr's point of view and then to just be taken into... Then we are treated to... The pistol fires, and I love the way that we're slowly seeing the yes, bullet travel across too. the stage with a light, and it's beautifully done. Meanwhile, Hamilton is giving his last verses... Mm-hmm. Um and uh, you know imagining death so much it feels more like a memory is this where yeah. it gets me Burr my friend now my enemy um, and his mind is racing like these final thoughts that flash through your head as a bullet is approaching you 
Um, and contemplating what is a legacy? Yeah. Is it seeds you plant in the ground for a garden that you never get to see? Mm-hmm. That, like, that is what a legacy is. Um, so don't focus on it too much, you and guys. you don't have any control over who tells your story, so better treat people nice. That's true. Because history has its eyes on you. Yes, that's true, too. America. <laughs> um, so, and I don't know. I just think it's more powerful to go from that to this. I, I This was cool and everything. Like, no, I, I like it. I'm glad it, I got to hear it. Yeah, yeah. I but told Josh, like, on the way home last night, I was like, you know, I had thought, because Hamilton was, it was like he kept waiting to die, like, several times throughout the whole thing, you know, he had a death wish. And so I thought maybe he was going to put his gun out and not shoot it. Like, is this mm. oh, just suicidal? To, uh, like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, I know that's him to shoot kind him. of fucked yeah. up. Like, right, right, right. But that is kind of what I thought. And then I was like, no, it is more poetic that... Raise a glass to freedom. And that he shot the sky like his son did, you know, or put his gun up in the air. Yeah. It's quite sad. And it costs him. He gets shot between the ribs. And it sucks, too, because Aaron Ugh. Burr, even, like, at the last minute season, is like, oh, shit, no, wait. Yeah. So uh, fucking sad. And strikes him between the ribs. Hamilton dies. Yeah, his wife and Eliza and um, Angelica. Angelica were with him when he passed away, and Burr had to run for his life. And his life was very awful the rest of mm-hmm. his days. Of course. Um, and that's what would happen to like you could live through the duel, and it sure. could still cost you. That's kill the wrong guy. Yeah. There's so many things, but especially like when the other person wasn't trying to shoot you, it is like a dishonorable. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah. And so, <sighs> so sad. He's now the villain in our history books. Like I love yeah, all of all of the stuff at that point, basically, because he's like Alexander Hamilton may have been the first one to die, but I'm the one who paid for it. Mm-hmm. I'm the villain in your history. I just, I keep, I know there's just, there are so many levels to, like, there's such significance to Burr being black for some reason. Like, I just, there's that, and, God, Burr. <coughs> fascinating character. Really fascinating character. <coughs> really sad. Because he did slow and steady, and it still cost him. He didn't get anything for it. Got no love for it, no hate for it. Well, lots of hate for it. Mm-hmm. So following that, like he's on the run. Um, Eliza basically picks up the pieces, and you know, well, Washington comes on the scene and reminds us, like, you have no control over who lives, who dies, who tells your story. And we thought this whole time that this was basically a biography by Hamilton. Right. Like Hamilton was telling his own story. Not true. No. This was told from Eliza's point of view. We are treated to the Eliza saying, it's like I she reinserted myself in the narrative. I interviewed all these people. I interviewed everybody. I was getting, I got all your letters. I got all these correspondence. I carried on your legacy. Like I made sure I used all of my time. Like you always wanted more time. Well, I picked up that time and Ugh. continued your shit. This whole thing was like eye opening and heartbreaking and lovely. Because. Have you read anything by Eliza Hamilton? No. Have you heard about Eliza Hamilton? No. 
So although it sounds like she did a lot of good, she did. She did. And I have a feeling a lot of people will be learning about oh, her. Oh yeah, now. I saw a book about Eliza Hamilton. Yeah. It is so sad though that like the women in history, this show tells so many stories. Yeah. Immigrants, right. racial injustice. Um, and, and women, yeah. yeah There's um, a level of feminism in here. There is, because, yeah, you think this whole time that she's kind of this woman who's just married to a really powerful man, and she is. Mm. She is. Mm. However, like, she continued on. Also, like, look at her. Her son died, her husband died, and what does she do? She picks up the pieces and she yeah. fucking just goes to work. Establishes the George Washington Monument. Yes. Um, carries on his story. Like, Created. she is responsible for basically, I guess, a lot of the integrity of these stories being yes. intact. And also, the clincher. The orphanage. Fucking orphanage. She created the first orphanage. So beautiful. She really created lovely. a fucking orphanage. And she raised, like, you know, there were so lots of sweet. kids. And now it was her amongst, like, two other celebrity right. wives, apparently. But, this, you know, like, for the sake of the show. Like, um, really beautiful. Really good. And then, so this play ends with one of the, like, there's a Shakespearean play called Taming of the Shrew, which mm-hmm. ends or doesn't end with a wink from the lead character. And there is much deliberation and debate <laughs> over what the wink means or whether to include the wink and this and that. First of all, Taming of the Shrew, terrible. Get rid of it. Um, very uh, toxic masculinity and misogynistic mm-hmm. and everything. Just saying. Um, but the wink kind of helps that. <laughs> helps that. Mm-hmm. Like if she winks. Anyway, there's a similar situation at the end of this play, I guess. Because I saw an article that says, like, oh, people deliberate and debate over the last moment in the show. And, okay, so... Oh, you already know. I already told you. Um, but what do you... I did, I guess I didn't think... I guess what the debate would be. Um, it's like... Because it ends with Eliza's front and center. Yeah. Perfectly. Like, it's not Hamilton front and center. No. Um, Eliza is front and center facing the audience. And this is following, like, lyrics basically saying that, you know, I'll see you on the other side and all this and that. So... It has that quality to it and she's looking out in the audience and like in this uh, beautiful light she gives this just joyous I, joyous exp- I don't know joyous expression yet wonderment overwhelmed yeah. wonder yeah so I guess what is the debate like take it as like she saw Philip like because there's a line earlier in the show which indicates yeah. that Hamilton's like if I could trade my life for his, if you, I would have him here, you would see him and you would smile and Ugh. that would be enough for me. And so to me, that's what, like in order for Hamilton to finally have closure in his life, he wanted to see her give that smile. And so that's what she saw was Philip on the other side. So beautiful. And I guess the debate would be she saw Hamilton is overjoyed, but I just don't know why you would even go there like that. Like, no, it would be Philip. Mm-hmm. Like she loved Hamilton and everything, but we all know. A mother's love is different than the love she has for her partner. And even a partner should understand that. Of course. I imagine that if the roles were reversed, he would want to see his son first, too. Yeah. Of course. Uh Yeah. And then that's the show. So beautiful. And it's an amazing show. I cried a lot. Yeah. I cried through the entire first viewing. 
and then uh yeah uh this is my musical yeah we talked about all of that like it's just i think so we've talked good. it to death <laughs> sorry guys we love it and we want to hear what you thought about it yeah and i hope we gave you some food for thought yeah. um just basically yeah. we just love the show watch it on disney plus and enjoy and talk about it amongst your friends like we should all be talking to each other not commenting and posting yeah. at each other Mm-hmm. This is a time for conversation. Yeah, speak to each other. Yeah, it'd be nice. Use oh, your words. Uh, you know, but six feet. Yeah, wear masks if you're going to be in person. <laughs> Call people, though. Talk on the phone. FaceTime. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like so many ways we can communicate now. Write a fucking letter. <laughs> like Write Hamilton. Write a goddamn letter. Communicate Learn with something. your representatives. You oh, know, that's let them true. know your grievances. <laughs> Local politics is very important. We It's easy to get lost in big picture, but of course. there's not much you can do there. So focus on local politics. Do what politics. you can. Yeah. Just do what you can. It's really easy. You can email all of them. They, and I do it. They actually respond. Yeah. And shit. Um, they also like, if you don't know what to say, there are so many like template resources that you can find, um, on the internet. Uh, it's pretty easy. Um, there's, you can call as well and there's like, you can have a prompt in front of you of like what you want to say if you're nervous and you don't know what to say. Um, get involved. Just, yeah. Be as active as you can be. Yes. Now is the time. um, don't over worry about your legacy yeah (laughs) and uh don't assume that one shot is your only shot yeah yeah man great musical thank you to lin-manuel miranda the entire cast of hamilton and disney plus disney plus for yeah disney plus is awesome so i read i looked it up because i was curious like how did this end up on disney plus um it was originally going to be released in 2021 in theaters and Disney was like, no, we're going to release it now during quarantine for everyone well that done. has Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, it's well perfectly done. perfectly relevant and it's, significant. And, and, and it's making it's a statement that I didn't know Disney could make. So I'm proud of them for that. Speaking of a statement, <clears throat> there yeah. was, when this was first being run, uh, it was a big deal that Pence was going to attend a showing. <laughs> and come to find out once the cast found out pence was going to be there they wanted to say a little something before the show started and did they was he there hamilton stars give a mic yeah here we go i'm pretty sure it, oh it was after the show his oh him yeah damn and as they took their curtain call one of the stars curtain call so we watched the show
Yeah. I love that. That's lovely. Mm-hmm. They should fucking put that at the end of this one. <laughs> oh, my God. And they should fucking... They should address Trump. Oh! They should have done that. Disney Mr. Trump, sir. Please. Wait, wait sir. <laughs> Before you change the channel to Fox. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh, the sad truth of that statement. Right. Um, before you change the channel to Fox. Anyway, I just thought that was great. That's great. Um, so anyway, yeah, be involved. Um, uh, last minute recommendation. Uh, there's a site called Open Path. It is very useful if you are looking for any type of counseling or therapy. Hell uh, yeah. Nowadays, we are all under immense stress and pressure. Uh, the, to quote Hamilton, we are a powder keg about to explode, <laughs> but we need yeah. some, sometimes you need someone to lighten the load. Yeah. Um, and that can be a therapist, a friend, a loved one. Um, therapy is awesome. Therapy is great. And Open Path, like, it just it gives you, it allows you to find a counselor that's just right for you. It's really cool. Easy that to use. so cool. I'm utilizing it myself. Had my first therapy session today, and it went really well. Hell so, yeah. That's it. so cool. Yeah. Uh, therapy is so important for anybody going through anything or, or like, preparing to go through things. If you're going to get married... Go to mm -hmm. a couple therapy yeah. sessions together. Um, if you're going to have a baby, ha take some therapy because you're going to like meld a person. And I think that having guidance in that is actually like fucking crucial. Yeah. Um, you know, and then just like, yeah, everybody going through the stuff right now. It's a heavy climate we're living in. Uh, the pandemic, politics, <laughs> it's rough. Yeah. Any recommendation? Oh, yes. Um, oh, Freedom. I'm recommending yeah. Freedom. Uh, it's a podcast with, let me make sure I get everybody's names correct. Mm -hmm. uh, Scott Ackerman, Lauren Lapkus, and Paul F. Tompkins. Love Lauren Lapkus. Me too. She's so brilliant. Uh, this is just a really like funny it's like podcast. Im improv like, podcast? Yeah. I mean, I'm on the first episode. right? I listened to two so far, actually. And really like... The first episode is them just arguing about what they're going to name it. And it's just like a funny, like, you can tell they're friends. They tell stories. And it's just a great escape. Yeah. I got to say, like, I love comedy. Very light individual. Yes. I love comedy. I love it in any form, hmm. especially with a strong woman involved, though. <laughs> um, and Paul F. Tompkins is amazing. Yes. Um, so. Awesome. Yeah. Freedom. Check it out. Laugh a little. Yeah, All right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, we will be getting back to our summer of sequels and everything like that uh, yeah. momentarily. So, yeah, have a good one. Be safe. Wash those hands. Wear those masks if you gotta. Yeah, please, guys. We don't want to go backwards. No. Let's just keep moving forwards. Let's not. And don't go and away. In don't this instance, let's be like Burr. Let's take it slowly. Mm -hmm. Wait Wear for your it. masks. Wait for it. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. We're going to watch Hamilton again. Yay. Yay.